Welcome to Return to Oz Minute, the podcast where we analyze the 1985 movie one river-filled minute at a time. I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Mike Carlucci. And today we're going to be talking about Minute 22, which starts with the nurse catching up to the two girls on the riverbank. Dorothy jumps into the river. They float away. And it ends with Dorothy drifting out to sea. Basically. Um, I feel like a lot happens in this minute, though, given how short that description was. Maybe because it's more than them just running through the woods. <laughs> yeah, we just we just sort of catch up with, uh, with Dorothy and the yellow-haired girl as they become uh, sea adventurers. Well, alright, so... The girl fell in. Which I thought was Dorothy the last minute, but it's very clearly that the girl fell in. And then when the nurse comes down the riverbank, Dorothy jumps in. Um, and the nurse is left on the riverbank. Is she crying? Are these kids monsters? Like, nothing she's doing seems out of character for a woman concerned with the safety of these children. Yeah, she may be a monster, but she's only a monster in a bureaucratic way. Do we need to get out the uh, Dungeons and Dragons chart again? <laughs> yeah, she would be lawful evil, based on what we know. Okay. I'll have to look it up, but I, I won't do that again to you guys. I will Google on my own time. Because that, that's like, um, what's his face? Uh, Tyron Lannister. Okay. Okay, I can see that. Based on what we know so far about her. She's just, oh, man. she wants order. She wants, you know, clear direction. She will have order? Yes. I should have said that in a British accent, but you know it. Um, I just thought of something. Mike, when this airs, we'll have seen a new episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, ooh. We- we will have new Game of Thrones to talk about. We will be getting ready for another episode of new Game of Thrones. I know that's not what our podcast is about, but I just had to take a minute to be excited. <laughs> um, for this minute, I mentioned the crazy debris, which continues. I assume this is just what rivers were like before the Clean Water Act in the 70s. Um, but my big question is, we see them struggling in the water and then it's just Dorothy. Am I missing something? Are we supposed to assume that the yellow haired girl drowned and like Dorothy just has this crazy survival instinct for herself? So in the script, uh, The debris is described as a chicken coop that has been caught in the flood. Uh, The girl says that it won't hold both of them. Oh! For an instant, they both go under, which we kind of see. The coop then erupts to the surface. and And Dorothy holds on for dear life. She looks about for her. As the girl yells, hold on to it, hold on. And then Dorothy's friend has vanished. 
sorry. I'm so distracted by how distraught the nurse is. I mean, she jumps into the water after to save them. She's so upset. She's a wonderful, caring person. Okay. So I see... So the girl is holding on to what apparently is a chicken coop. Um, Obviously. The first debris is the branch. But yeah, so this is fine. They do both go under briefly. And then bob back up the open way up for the chicken coop. But we don't hear the yellow-haired girl in this one, and I mean, Dorothy does look around, but she pretty quickly just breaks into that coop for herself. And again, it's just not a thing. (laughs) She's just gone. I mean, the yellow-haired girl's made some quick exits before, but this is ridiculous. Yeah, her, her powers would have to be considerably more dramatic than we were led on. Because uh, this isn't just sneaking in through a door where, okay, maybe she's really quiet, maybe she's very quick. She just disappears in a river. Yeah, I mean, we see her go under and we don't see her come up. Yeah. I don't understand how this didn't bother me more as a child. Maybe I didn't trust her as a kid and I was like, okay, she's out of the picture, whatever. Thanks for unstrapping Dorothy, we're done with you. Oh boy, maybe I'm the monster. Um, speaking of people dying, <laughs> How many, uh, how many internet conspiracy theories do you think there are that Dorothy is dead and this is all, like, a dream? Someone's dream? Because I started to say this is Dorothy's carbonite dream, but if she's dead, then she's not frozen in carbonite. I mean, it's been clearly established in the canon. Yeah, uh... So did she die when she went to Oz the first time too? Like, I think was she, she just already had a concussion? Okay. Because in the in the Wizard of Oz, the window like blows in and knocks her down on the bed. So she gets a serious blow on the head. Even if you are an Oz non-believer, she has suffered a serious, possibly traumatic brain injury. Although I don't think it's that bad. I think she just got concussion. But here, I mean, she goes under the water at the same time as the yellow-haired girl. And we think she comes back up and makes it into this so it's a chicken coop. So, I mean, I don't know. Also, this doesn't look like a chicken coop. This just looks like a crate. But possibly you could put chickens in it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm... I mean, I guess it's a chicken coop, but... I mean, when have I ar- ever argued with the script, except for the Mrs. Blue thing and, like, everything else in this world? Um, e- yeah, I don't buy that. And... That's... I don't know. I have to take another look at it. I do like Dorothy, like, punching out the slat so she can get in it. She's an action-adventure hero! 
She's the hero we need. Hopefully she's alive and well. And floating out to sea, which I didn't think was something you could do from a river in Kansas. Well, she's not really floating out to sea. She's just floating down the river. That's not a river at the end. Look at that. Well... It overflowed its banks. Oh, look at 50, second 58 and 59. Yeah. Like a tranquil ocean. Maybe there is a flash flood. And this is the like, like farmland. This is the crops have been washed away. I thought there weren't any crops. Oh, no, no, no. We've got six month crops. Well, we know that the Gale Blue family doesn't have any crops. Other people might have thought, what can I do? I can build half a house, or I can build a, you know, a shelter for the winter and replant my fields. Hmm. Hang on, I'm doing very important research. This is the world's twistiest river, goodness gracious. I'm trying to see where this river from Cottonwood Falls ends up. It's the world's twistiest river that ends up in a very, very wide delta. Do, 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 do. Aha! I knew you had to meet up with the Mississippi River eventually. Because, let's face it, that's all I remember from this portion of school. And ends in the... Nope, that involves French, so not gonna try and pronounce it. South of New Orleans. <laughs> Lovely looking wildlife management area. Just past Port Sulphur, which I feel confident pronouncing, but not... Are you looking? Yeah, I figured it. You followed the river all the way? Okay. It changed names a couple times. Oh, West Bay, Bay, East Bay. Oh, now yep. I see where we are. Okay. Yeah. Oh, pass. Yeah, pass a... I've never even been to Louisiana, so I don't know how I ended up being the one trying to pronounce that, but... Yep, if you follow the river from Cottonwood Falls all the way down can end up in the Gulf of Mexico. So maybe the Emerald City is just Havana. Everyone having fun yet? <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, Dorothy might have taken the river all the way down. I guess it's possible. Also, magic. I mean, Harry Potter minute, whenever they hit a logical impasse, you just go, magic. And I feel like that's legitimate for our movie as well. Well, I guess the, the question is here then. Because uh, we've discussed is Oz on Earth or not. You were a believer of not, right? I'm thinking not, yeah. Maybe she's already in Oz in the last scene. 
I think that makes a lot more sense. Because, I mean, although she has a magical horse that can get her from Franklin, Kansas to Cottonwood Falls in, you know, an hour, um, this journey would take quite a while. I mean, y'all were probably bored listening to me scroll through it on Google Maps. I mean, I can't even imagine how long that would take. So, this clearly didn't happen overnight. I think that makes sense, actually. Maybe that's our transition. As soon as we get this shot at second... It starts in 57, but really 58. That's Oz. I'd be down with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it starts in 57. It's kind of like a... Yeah, because it's a dissolve from the churning river close-up water to the moon placid sea. Yeah. A little crate floating along. So somehow Dorothy goes underwater, and when she maybe when she reemerges, she's in Oz. I don't know because she's still yeah. in the river at that point. I don't think she crosses. I don't think she's conscious when she crosses over to Oz. I don't think you can be. I think that's the trick. Oh, you have to be unconscious to get to Oz. I mean, you'd think more people would go to Oz if that were the case, but, you know, it, it tracks for this. <laughs> and actually, I mean, she could just be asleep. I don't know. I don't know. I'm so disappointed in myself because I thought I was a pretty empathetic little kid, but I... Never questioned what happened to the yellow-haired girl. And that's awful. Because she either drowned, or she came up somewhere further down, which is its own problem. I mean... What... What did I think happened? How could I not have questioned that? I always assumed she died. Like, she just drowned because they were going under, and... They both went under, and only one came up. And this didn't bother you as a kid? I mean... Dorothy's our main character, so... The yellow-haired girl, once she was out of the story, it's like, oh, well, now we're in Oz, so, you know. I guess we did grow up in the era of Han shot only, so death was just a normal part of life. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it seems like you don't know if she's important or not. We we don't worry about the nurse. We don't worry about the gurneyman running out into the into the darkness. Maybe he turned back for help while she continued down the bank. That's possible. Still, look at the way she throws herself into that water. She's so distraught. She's so worried about these kids' safety. As she should be, apparently. Yeah, one of them just drowned. to child services. Yeah, this is not good. Dr. Worley's gonna lose his medical license. I still don't know that I buy Dr. Worley has his medical license. I want to see a close-up of that certificate on his wall. That could be a doctorate in something other than medicine. 
You think it's uh, nothing more than the certificate given to the scarecrow? Okay, so does Dr. Worley have a degree that's more or less useful than a certificate of thinkology? Okay, I'm going to say more useful, but I still don't think that means it's an MD. He actually went to barber school. That's a pretty big certificate. How big are the diplomas from barber school? Oh, I was going to say, he couldn't be very good, because look at some of the, the hair of the people working for him. Oh, no. Well, he's rocking the beard. He's Maybe he's just better at helping himself. I don't know. We've gone down a hole. Um, no, I think some sort of communications or even act, you know, he's got, he's got the manner down to get patients, to ease their family's worries. Like, he always keeps it together. So Pons Mar and the other gurneymen, they're the medical professionals. I wonder, okay, no, they're medical students. Because you would have to find a doctor to, like, train with and do residency. Like, residency at hospitals wasn't a thing yet at this point. So they found Dr. Worley and were like, this is going to be great. We're going to learn so much. And then they realized what a quack he is. And that's why they sabotaged him. It all comes back to sabotage. It always does. Is this going to be a thing every Friday I have to get Sabotage stuck in my head now? I mean, I don't mind. It's a good song, but I just, you know, a little warning would be nice so I can prepare my days accordingly. I like that, though, where they came with the best of intentions and then got wrapped up in this and they've just now started to figure out, like, okay, here's what we can do. Because, I mean, even though one of them is running with the nurse in the woods... He's behind. And they both had pretty long legs. Like, I bet they could run faster if they wanted to. And she's in that long dress and everything. Yeah. I don't think they're giving their all in this chase. Is there a chance to escape? Mm-hmm. Like we were going to be apprentices to a doctor. Instead, we're just pushing carts with little girls strapped to them. Yeah, I mean, that's not what I signed up for. Oh man, they're gonna be so sad when they find out the yellow-haired girl is dead. Cause she's definitely like their buddy. The Gurneyman girl, as you called her. All right, so the script says that the moon appears and makes a long tower of light upon the water. Dorothy looks all about her in amazement and realizes she is at sea with no land in sight. Uh, scene 45 deleted. Oh, okay. 
So do we know what scene forty-five was, or I believe history for all time. I believe that was scene forty-five. Oh, oh maybe okay. not. It says scene no, because it's scene forty-four. Okay. Then it's a scene 45 deleted, fade out, and then we go to scene 46. So there was a scene in between the C and and what we will see on Monday. Okay. I mean, I'll take it. We don't see her looking around here, but we do get the moon. And I guess it's not making a tower of light, but I mean, we've got, it's casting a nice glow. So maybe scene 45. The yellow-haired girl comes back and says, Hey, Dorothy, I'm not going to come on the rest of the journey. Uh, you know, I'll see you later. No, no. Scene 45. The yellow-haired girl comes up sputtering. The nurse helps her out of the water, wraps her in a warm blanket, gets her hot cocoa. For some reason, I'm fixated on this. And scene 45 is her and Toto curled up watching a TV, which the doctor has just invented, putting his electrical knowledge to good use. And scene. I like it. I don't think it's going to get any better than that. Unless they're watching a movie like Homer. No, they're watching The Adventures of Wishbone. For Toto. There we go. Oh, okay. Anyway, this isn't about Return to Oz. Um, so, yeah, make yourself a cup of hot cocoa, unless there's a disgusting heat wave today, in which case, feel free to not do that. Maybe get a milkshake instead. And come back on Monday, and we'll see about this sea. You see what I did there? I, I, I get what you're doing. Thanks, thanks. I get I'm it. I'm proud of it. Um, why don't you tell... Oh, I'm sorry. I should have asked if you had any other notes for this minute before I started doing that. Nope. Oh, okay, good. It, it was just a great mind. I knew intrinsically in my heart that you were done. Um, why don't you tell people where they can find us? Oh, we have everything posted up at returntoozminute.com or you can follow us on Twitter at Oz Minute, same for Facebook, and we also have a Facebook group, The Listener's Flying Sofa. And that's a great place to post adorable artwork you've made of the yellow-haired girl and Toto having a quiet evening at home. Or all your theories on how Dorothy actually also died in the river. <laughs> Depending on how optimistic or pessimistic you are feeling at any given moment. We are, we are welcoming of all conspiracy, headcanon, crazy theories there. And on that note... Weog? Teog. Peog! Peog.